Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Welcome everyone to Mind Body TV. I am so grateful to have everyone here uh, listening to the recording, listening, you know, participating in the event. Um, I have a special guest today. This is part of our Mind Body Miracles series that we're doing this month through May. And this guest has uh, a, a really remarkable story of uh, having had severe illness, having had uh, healing and transformation, and through participating in the Embracing Health course, which is um, our main course of how we share this work, how we work with you live and assist you um, and really bring you through this journey a much, much deeper way. So through this month of May, we are conducting for Mind Body TV, the Mind Body Miracles series. Uh, I'm excited to hear where you're tuning in from and, and who's here. Um, and I'm going to introduce Met Louise Maya Hufa, who is from Denmark. Um, she has been working with us in Embracing Health. She's worked with Jessica Sullivan, who is one of our mind-body mentors and is amazing. So it'd be great to have her share her experience with that as well. Um, and she was given a diagnosis um, several years back of having had breast cancer. She had all the main treatments and then later on had a recurrence. And we're going to share how the approach was different, um, you know, how she moved forward into something different with mind-body medicine and standing here beautifully uh, healthy and is with us today. So thank you so much, Matt Louise, for coming forward to, to share your story. Thank you so much, Dr. Kim. I'm so excited to share my story and this journey. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you start with um, where you were when you came to this work or like even before that we were chatting a little before and, and I thought it was really fascinating, um, you, you know, how you've come through this journey and what's happened. So, you know, as, as far back as you want to start with where you were and what happened and what you were dealing with when you came to this work. Yeah, um, just briefly, I got diagnosed with breast cancer when I was 35. Um, and I had a small child, my daughter, she was two and a half years old. And I was so afraid of dying um, and, and leave her. Uh, and that, that was what filled the most of my thoughts. It was kind of, I had this, it's, don't, it doesn't matter what happens to me. I have to be her mom. I have to be there for her. So I just kind of completely forgot myself and my well-being. Um, and even though I got all the treatment and, and I, I think I went in once a year to get my scans, there was this fear always with me, a cloud that, oh, I'm so afraid if it will come back. Yeah. So I wasn't fully living. I was, it was like my future was this dark cloud of nothingness um, and I, I felt uh, so broken. I felt that something was seriously wrong with me that I could develop cancer in such a young age. Yeah. And I, I struggle a lot with, with feeling worthless. Um, and I tried to not feel the, the worthlessness with trying to achieve something to push myself and I was so tired, um, but I kept going and going and going. 
in this was where you were living your life before the diagnosis yeah. or this? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because after I got the diagnosis uh, in 2007, um, then I had, I tried to just live a normal life, but I was, there was this fear that I, I wasn't connecting with it. I wasn't like feeling it consciously, but it was in my system and I was living in a very contracted state all the time. I can see that now. I, I couldn't see that in the moment. And then I, I got, um, it got, uh, yeah, relapsed in 2014. And then again here in 2021. And then it has metastasized uh, to larger part of my, my body, my spine, my liver, my lungs. Um, and I was like, okay, this is the end for me. Now I'm, I'm going to die. And, and um, it was so terrifying for me. And then um, actually I was, I have some of your programs and I was, oh, I wish that Dr. Kim has a program for cancer. And I was like, well, yeah, she kind of has, but it, it's but because it's embracing health program. And then um, you, you have actually closed the doors uh, for, um, yeah, for the year. And I was writing to your support and yeah. And they was like, well, we have just reopened for 14 more days so you can, you can join. So I felt really that this was meant to be, that I was meant to participate in the Embracing Health program. Um, and then the doctors were kind of uh, cool. They was, we have this good treatment and yeah, we will just, you, you get some radiation and we will just, you, you, you can calm down. Don't, don't be so afraid. We, we, we can manage this. Um, so that kind of helped me a little. Um, but then in December, uh, 2021, I, they told me that the medicine wasn't working anymore. And I, I totally collapsed. I, I felt in so much despair. Um, and I was like, okay, this, 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 nothing is working. Um, there's nothing more I can do. And that was when I have our one-on-one -on -one and I found out that this was actually a good thing because I was starting to let go of all the old sadness and fear and despair that, that has built up in my system. I, could, I released that with this. Um, and I also kind of looked at, okay, if, if I would die of this, I need to uh, forgive myself for leaving uh, my daughter. Yeah. I have to, um, it's not my fault. It's not, I, I did the best I could. Yes. And I have to trust that life will take care of her. There are people in her life that will take care of her. Um, and kind of like I couldn't be with her in, in spirits. I could take care of her kind of from the other side. And that really, that connection with this, with source kind of, that you, you always say that we are an infinite being having a human experience. 
and that really landed in me. I was like, yes, this is what I believe. I, I feel that is true. Um, and that gave me such, so much feeling of calm and freedom that, yeah, life is taking care of me. Life is on my side, even though this is really painful. This is really scary. This is not what I would want, uh, yes. but it's here now. So how can I embrace that? How can I start to live with this in a new way? Uh, yeah. So uh, actually, I, I, I saw a video with Jessica, you interviewed her. Um, and she was talking about her anxiety and how she called that, that anxiety bot. So she developed a kind of relationship. And I was like, OK, I can do that. I can, I can name my cancer. And I actually named her Rose because uh, that is, roses are beautiful. I love roses, but they also have thorns. And um, I felt like, well, I can call my cancer a name and I can develop a new relationship with it. I don't have to be so scared all the time. I can you know, talk with her and say, you, you can be here. It's okay that you are here. We can live in harmony. I don't, you don't have to take over my body. Um, and one powerful thing that you said to me um, in one of the Q and A's was, um, you are a victim to the cancer. You believe that the cancer is bigger than you, that you don't have power, but you are so much more powerful. And that kind of clicked something in me that turned it all around. And I was like, yes, I can see that I have always believed that the cancer was bigger than me, that I couldn't do anything, that I was totally powerless. But I, am, I have all the power. I, I can choose to live now. I don't have to wait till I'm cancer-free so I can live my life. I can choose it now. And that was really, really powerful for me. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. It, yeah. It, it's the fear. It's the fear that, you know, everyone who's come through cancer or even other, you know, autoimmune, but cancer especially, and come to the other side, cancer free has said it was the fear. I, I am aware now how that fear ate me alive, how that fear was destroying me from the inside out. It's the fear. And so when you lived with that uh, fear, like you said, of uh, worthlessness, and then you compensated by achieving, which actually will feel like a band-aid for the, the yes. worthless feelings of worthlessness, but it actually affirms the I'm worthless and affirms the fear and feeds the fear. Yeah. And what you later stepped into was um, there's this fear and I embrace this fear. Now we're not feeding it. We're not adding fuel to that fire. We're actually reclaiming our power. And this is a big thing with, with cancer is we've got to look at that fear. A lot of people are doing the, maybe the achieving or whatever the distractor compensation may be. And they are not aware of their fear. No, I'm not. I don't have fear. I want to do these things. Uh, but if they were to really drop in, you know, which we do in the course all the time, it's right there. Like it's, it's so evident. You can't miss it. 
Um, but it takes great courage to be willing to meet that intense fear and not succumb or avoid or uh, overachieve as a compensation, um, but to actually welcome it and let that move through because it, it moves out. It moves, you're bigger than that. It can't live in that vessel anymore when you welcome it and embrace it. Um, there's so many things I want to talk about with that, but I do think it would be useful for you to share what that journey was like, like what embrace my fear. I mean, that's just going to strengthen it. That if I stop fighting it, it's, that's, what's going to eat me alive. Did you have yeah. moments of that? And what, what was that like for you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, um, yeah, it's the fear that if I start to feel my feelings, they will overwhelm me, that everything will fall apart, that I will fall apart, that I will never be whole again, because you've used so much of your energy just to holding on to kind of a, a little shred of integrity and worthiness. And yes. yeah, it's, 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 so con it's so tight and your life is so contracted. Um, so starting to do that, um, yeah, I think it's what I think you, you do in the embracing health, you give permission to feel your feelings, that it's say, you say it over and over again, it's okay to feel what you feel. And it's, it's what allow it to release. Um, and I think something you said uh, that I, that you don't have to honor your cancer by being afraid or not living your life or being you have quote unquote serious disease and then you have to be very serious yourself and if you are joyful and happy you are not kind of honoring it in the right way you have to be very serious and that it was like wow i have really bought into that uh belief that i have to be so serious that i couldn't uh, be joyful um, and that I couldn't ask for more in life. It's like when you have cancer, you have to be grateful that you are just alive. You oh, can't ask for right. more. Right. Yeah. Right. Versus what, what joy, pure joy is the antidote, literally, medically, yeah. physiologically, to be willing to find. And, you know, and I want to hear like, was it through compassion? Like, how did you open that doorway? to let that joy in. Yeah, it, I think it was that, that I suddenly saw that I, I didn't have to be so serious, um, that it was okay. And throughout the course of this year, I have developed, I talk a lot to myself. I, I do this uh, havening with, I stroke my arms and I tell myself, scared part of me it's okay to feel scared it's okay that you are feeling all these feelings uh, it's okay that you don't think you can do it i'm i am here i'm taking care of you you are you are perfectly fine it's okay um to hear i i kind of hear your voice when i do that because you do that all the time with us I, you, you you give you have given me a language to talk to myself in a new way 
to encourage uh, myself and to calm down the parts that are hurting and um, to kind of neutralize the symptoms in a way that don't make them wrong. That has been a big piece for me. Don't, don't make it wrong. Don't make yourself wrong. Don't make your disease wrong. Don't make life wrong. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, when you hear it enough and you start to really open, be open to that and receive the truth of that, things shift. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And I love how you, you always say to receive is one of the biggest things. Just receive. Don't push. Don't try to achieve. Just receive. Receive your breath. Um, yeah, I think the repetition of that has been very, very powerful. And to be open to see life in a new way. To be open to you are that powerful. Um, I have my mind was like, no, you are not that powerful. Who do you think you are that you you can you can heal your cancer? Um, the doctors say that this is chronic chronic condition. And I think I heard you speak to um, you. You told a story that um, you had a patient with chronic pain and. He was like, maybe you can help me ease the pain a little bit, but I know you can't, I can't get rid of the pain. And he was like, are you open to receive to get pain free? And that was like a light bulb moment. And that was for me too, that I don't have to buy into that this is chronic, that I will never be cancer free. I can allow myself to receive that it is a possibility that I can be cancer free. Yes. And I'm not attached to the outcome. It's not like, okay, I have to then be cancer-free to be happy or satisfied or live my life. But I can open to that possibility. I don't have to buy into the doctor's truth that this, this is chronic. Well, this is an important thing is we, we have seen medically that the origins, the underlying origins of what then leads to cancer is this generalized inflammation triggering of the um, autonomic nervous system, the fight or flight part of the autonomic nervous system, um, disruption in the detoxification pathways in the body. There are very specific things that are the precursors. And so when we treat the disease and you know take away the tumor or radiate the area, those are wonderful things, uh, but we fail and neglect to address the underlying precursors, of course, it's a recurrent disease. We, we know that you haven't addressed, you haven't turned off what's creating that inflammation. Um, but when we then address that underlying piece, and even sometimes without the surgery, the chemotherapy, radiation at all, it the body can resorb that tumor. And I've seen this repeatedly in the work I'm doing, these tumors are shrinking. Doctors yeah. are saying, wait a minute, this, what? And they say, oh, we, we must have measured them wrong. Uh, like, I mean, the craziest things that they'll say to, to keep from embracing a new possibility of like, well, the body can resorb some of the tumors, it could shrink. No, no, that's impossible. So, and then they'll make up these weird things like, oh, wait, we must have measured this wrong, or this must be something else, you know? So, we do know though medically, and if you if you look, it's it's scientific to um understand that these 
sort of swallowed emotions of fear and worthlessness keeps that inflammation going, keeps that fight or flight going, keeps that disruption in the immune system and digestive system and nervous system going, which, which really is the precursor for, for cancer, for all the autoimmune diseases I've ever seen myself clinically, um, the inflammatory bowel diseases, um, you know, every, everything that are, ends up being this kind of wastebasket diagnosis where you're like, okay, here's your diagnosis, but we can't really do anything for you. Or here's your diagnosis, but we don't really understand it. Or we don't really know what caused it. And so it's not a very helpful way to, to practice. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really, uh, it's impressive when, you know, someone's willing to come forward and say, wait, let's, let's look at those precursors. Let's look at this underlying, let's own what's happening because I am powerful and I can let it, my body create differently. Um, so what, where would you say, so that was, uh, at the end of December and sort of like the bottom fell out and that's really a lot of the emotions will surface of powerlessness and fear. And I can't control this. And even when people come and they're like, I'm going to control it with mind body medicine, I'm going to heal myself, which is what I tried to do way back. Cause I had learned all this for years and years. It just made me worse. And so what, what after the shift, uh, and opening, what did you see in your body and, and what were the results of how your body responded? Yeah. Um, I started a new medication. It's a chemotherapy uh, in pills form. Um, and I started with the highest dose and that didn't work so well for me. I get, got too, too many side effects from that. So they lowered the dose and it's better now. And I started to really uh, feel that my well-being was my was the most important thing to me to choose well-being to really listen to my body, ask what what do you need? Uh, do you need? I, I lay down for an hour a day and I take a little nap and meditations and I go in nature and um, I really feel into what my body needs. And the latest scans actually have, have shown that all my tumors have shrinked and some of them a lot. And the tumors in my spine, they are starting to clear and the, the, the bone is, is uh, regrowing. I think it's amazing that the bone can regrow like that, but it can. So they are clearing up. And I was, first I was, I was so happy because I felt so good. And I was so happy that, that the scan showed also that, yeah, I am letting go of all the fear. I am letting go of all the old beliefs that, that does not serve me anymore. And I am embracing all this new that I am allowed to feel joy and be happy. And I don't have to think about uh, the disease all the time. Um, so, so that was kind of amazing that I can feel in my body that I am feeling so much better because I have released a lot of the fear. Um, when I got symptoms, um, maybe in my, my body, uh, start to ache some things and maybe my, the feet was kind of a little sleepy or something. I was like, <gasps> the cancer is back. There's something pressing on my nerves or something. And um, now I know that I can maybe for a 
a little time feel but then I remember all is well. This is just a symptom. Um, my body is in this state right now. It does, it, it will move, it will pass. I can just, then I can lay, maybe lay down or stop doing an activity and just give my body the rest. Um, I think that that has been very important to me that it is okay to rest. It's like we have to do, do, do all the time and keep going. And I have to clean and do the dishes and a lot of stuff that, that needs to be done. But yeah, to just stop and say, it's, it's okay to rest. It's actually the best thing to do right now because my body needs it or do something differently, maybe. Or maybe sometimes it is to move. I can lay down and think I, I need to just take a meditation and then my body is so restless and it's like, okay, you need to move now. <laughs> we do, we do some movement. Yeah. So well, uh, and being able to tune into what that is, like what brings me joy and wholeness right now? And then yeah. you have the clarity of like, yep, this is the thing. Oh, that's the thing. And, yeah. and I think it's important as well, like that um, we appreciate the wisdom of the body. Yes. has the capacity to resolve things and decrease that inflammation and resorb the tumor cells and, and do remarkable things. But part of what the wisdom of the body will also guide us to is like a practitioner or a medication or a homeopathic or, a, you know, it, it could be anything, right? The whole gamut. And yeah. in this work, I've always really seen like when we embrace all of it, we have the clarity of which is for us when and which is not right yeah. the right time or the right thing. But for many people, when they come to this work, they'll find like, oh, they're really in rejection of certain ways of doing things. And a lot of the people in this work might be in rejection of like, I can't, I'm not going to take any medication. I'm not going to see any conventional doctor. But then they realize like, oh, wow, that's really out of fear. What if my wisdom could gu would guide me? And it wouldn't be that experience. It could be someone who who has the insight and who's present enough to really get it and who could really assist me and be a partner. And so when we open to all the possibilities that medication is not a bad thing or an indication of a failure, uh, it's we, we can partner and allow a lot of amazing things to happen in the body. And sometimes those things aren't needed and many things happen uh, organically within us. Disease resolves, I see it every single day, but there are those circumstances where um, our wisdom is going to guide us to resources in addition to that. And so yeah. it's really um, wonderful that you stayed open to like, you know, whatever is in store for me, whatever serves me and assists my health and wholeness. And you let, you know, partnering and, and people come to be a part of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was it clear? Because I know for a lot of people, like on the front end of this work, with embracing health, it's like, I have to do this and I have to do this. And I can't do this and I won't do that. And then when they come through, it's like, oh, nope, I'm, I'm not doing those things. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. This is for me. They'll have this like immense clarity where maybe like 99% of the things they thought they had to do can go away. And then there's like the clarity of the 1% that's really serving them. Um, did you find that as part of your process as well? Uh Partly, um, I started to, um, I was afraid not to take the medication. So I, I, I felt that, that I, I had to do that. Um, 
and it, at first it didn't felt very good. I was in resistance to it, and that that put me in a kind of a process because I was like, if if I didn't have my daughter, maybe I wouldn't have taken the medication. <laughs> and and I, I circled back to my daughter being something for my daughter, being my, be the mom. And I was like, no, you are doing this for you. Remember that you are doing this for you. And the doctor told me that we can lower the dose. If, if you are getting too much um, side effects, we lower the dose or we take longer breaks. Um, so that felt light. Mm. Um, and actually I had a session with Jessica and she asked me if you knew that the medicine was very helpful, would you look at it in another way? Would you be able to receive it then uh, with more ease? And I was like, yes, absolutely. If I knew that it was working, I could, I could receive it in another way. So that actually helped me a lot uh, to see that I had a choice, that I could choose the medicine and I could choose to be okay with it. Um, and yeah, that I did have a choice. And that I can ask, talk with the doctors and say, can we lower the dose? Can maybe I have a, a longer break? I experienced that with the high dose. I have now gone, gone to a, a lower dose. And you get kind of sore feet. It's a very weird side effect. But I, I called the hospital and said, um, I now have this uh, side effect. And the nurse I talked with said, you just have to stop the medication and take a longer break. And I was so relieved. It was exactly what I needed. I, I felt so joyful. And it was funny because I could have gone to fear that, oh no, I missed a dose. I missed some of the medication. I, I needed to take all the, the dose. And, and I didn't feel that at all. I You're listening to your body. You're listening yeah. to your body, which is the most essential component. You have to listen to how your body is responding and what your body needs and honor what your body needs. Yes. And that was really something totally new for me to have this new relationship with my body where we are partners, yeah. where I don't have to, you know, whip it into kind of what I want, what my mind wants the body to do, to achieve, to yeah. work hard, uh, to, yeah. to just, um, yeah, that it is a partnership and I have to, to like, it is a way to, that I honor myself, um, that I listen to, to what my body needs and, and yeah, and be kind to, to myself and to my body's needs. I think that We've taught that the, the body's needs are very shameful. That, oh, I remember when I was young, I, I value my sleep very much. And it was kind of cool if you didn't sleep very much. Oh, I can, I can do fine with only four hours sleep or something like that. I think that it was something that you were kind of a tough person if you didn't have to sleep so much uh, or eat or whatever. And, um, that has really, um, yeah, struck me with this work that, wow, the body's needs are very shameful in our culture. Um, yep. So the need for a break, 
to to just relax to to do nothing it's not it's kind of not allowed then you are kind of a lazy person or you don't have ambitions or yeah so to find peace make peace with I'm actually the wise one because I listen to my body. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's well said that that that's the body's you see the body's needs in the society we see the body's needs as shameful. So even something as simple as rest or nutrition, which is so obviously essential for health, we're trying to like master that and be above that and be, you know, the unworthiness and the shame and all of that. So it's really beautiful that you were able to begin to tune in and listen to your body's needs, begin to tune in and honor your body's needs. And like your body has responded so beautifully and you are having more and more health. Yeah. So what is your uh, relationship like with your daughter? How is she? And what is your life like now? Yeah. Um, she is. Um, I think it's very important to her that I am calm and relaxed. Yeah. When when I'm not in fear, she she doesn't have to be in fear. She can mirror my energy and my nervous system. And of course, she she is concerned about what's happening and is afraid that I will die um, or get worse. But I feel that we don't talk so much about it. Um, so, but. But I think that she's actually thriving um, because I am thriving and I'm not all the time concerned with, oh, this energy of, yeah, <laughs> concern all the time and fear. Um, that is very important. And, and actually at the hospital, they were like, if your daughter needs to talk with a, a psychologist or something, a therapist, um, in therapy you have you, you you can you can there are some options and I was like I don't think that she needs that right now because what she needs is that I am in peace at peace with this that that I don't um, that I'm not in fear that's what she needs yeah so, so if you talk so much about oh how are you feeling about this and your mom and all the yeah you can maybe make it bigger, make it a, a huge thing that you have to be aware of all the time and have to think about all the time. And yeah, it's, it's okay to just let it go, that it, it's not a part of our da daily life so much. Yeah, we have the illusion that those things of that, the controlling and clamping down is going to somehow improve the outcome and it actually does the exact opposite. And we've seen yeah. this decades and decades of medical studies that cortisol and stress hormone goes through the roof and all of the like endorphins, oxytocin, like the healthy hormones, harmonizing hormones go really low. Uh, and that is what puts that inflammatory state in place. Um, yeah. so it's, it's really powerful how founded this is in science that, you know, when we are at peace, we, it's not that we are ignoring the problem. We have more clarity. We have more awareness. We have more strength and power and the capability to take action. Not, you know, what, what the fear says is like, you have to fear this or else you're just going to overlook it and it will get worse. And it's nothing could be further from the truth. We have more clarity and more power and ability to take the actions needed. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so I think that's very, very powerful that we learned that in the embracing health, what you just said, that fear that you, you can, there, there are no wisdom in fear. There are just fear, more fear. And when she sees that I am happy, that I'm relaxed, that I can enjoy life, she can do the same. She's free to do the same. Um, so, so that's um, an indicator for me that, yeah, she's, she's doing well. And we also have, she's a teenager, she's almost 18. Um, so we also have this, yeah, kind of, not really fights, but yeah, you know, um, Quarrels about things, and and I know that when she she can be very angry at me, that she's she's totally fine because if she was trying to oh I can't upset mom or I can't oh I have to just right. be still and not loud and yeah right. and afraid all the time that she might upset me. Um, so I I think that's very healthy that. She just is a normal teenager. God bless you. Yes, good for you for, for wanting that and holding space for that. Um, yeah. Sometimes people sort of subconsciously, you know, do the opposite. And yeah. illness becomes a way of like, you know, leave me alone, don't get mad at me. I don't want to participate that way. And it can be, be really yeah. courageous to say, yep, let's bring it on and be full out. And I'm not going to use this as a... Uh, a protective mechanism you know because you know your yeah. power and you don't you don't need to do that i did that uh before i, I stepped into the embracing health i did that i was so afraid to get upset because i was like if i get upset i i, I will get more sick i had that uh, awareness that um yeah belief um so i did that i actually did that before yeah and now i'm not afraid of my feelings anymore I really, uh, yeah. That's yeah, so because you know, it's not the emotions that create the inflammation to make us sick. It's resistance to them. Like yeah. you are resisting the fear and covering it with achievement or that sort of worth, worthlessness and covering it with achievement. But if you, if you let that go, you realize, all right, I can just let this worthlessness move through. It's the resistance to the emotions that causes those diseases and inflammation and all that yeah. disruption in the body. Wow. Yeah, so, so I let myself have my feelings more. Yeah. Just, yeah, I can get, get irritated and angry and also feel like it's, I don't like it when if she kind of get upset about something. I talk to myself, it's okay that you feel this. It's okay you don't like it. It's, you, can, you can have that too, but I'm not afraid of it anymore. And that is, there is so much freedom in that, that I don't have to be afraid of, of, of my feelings. How beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. You have such a beautiful presence and such a light and such a love in you. And I know everyone will feel this. I know everyone will be touched by this. Um, the reason we wanted to do this series um, we'll both to share the Embracing Health program, which I want to give the link. It's at drkimd.com forward slash health. If you want to check it out, feel it out, get the information, um, but also to really shift the paradigm of thinking around what's possible with the body and what's possible with healing and what my ideas about disease are just ideas. They're not actually the truth about what this means for me, about what this means for my body or 
for my future. And so to really look at like, wait a minute, what else is possible? Even if those people you're consulting with can't embrace this, um, that you can begin to embrace it and find consultants and doctors who absolutely do stand for this and absolutely do understand and work with, you know, how do we heal the body instead of just how do we kill disease, which as yeah. you know, most of the, the chemotherapies, it's also killing you. It's also killing your body. Yeah. So not always the necessarily best choice for everyone. Um, do you have any pieces we maybe didn't touch on that you want to complete with or share that um, would add to uh, someone's someone's understanding or, or their own ability to embrace well what's what's possible for me you know if they feel hopeless or if they feel like oh it's far away um you know what would you maybe say to that person yeah I think that starting to see what you actually when you have a disease um you you feel um uh, that when you can't achieve the same as, as other people, you don't have the, the out of success. Um, you, you don't see the little things that you actually have in your life and all the things that you actually can do. Um, I think that I have started to really, you know, enjoy when I take a walk, I enjoy just looking at flower or when the, the leaves in the spring are coming out and um, yeah, that I have clean water in the tap and I can eat healthy foods and yeah, I can take a nap when I'm tired and start to appreciate little things and start to focus on what can I do um, and start to yeah, maybe start to build up that you are perfect exactly as you are right now. You don't have to do or be anything other than what's here now. And that is enough. Mm -hmm. And start to, to build a worthiness. Yeah, around that. Yeah. Because we have this... Um, we have the Facebook group with the Embracing Health and we are sharing so much about how our life are and what our challenges are. And there was a woman who shared that she was so sad that she couldn't do so much uh, with her children. Um, she wanted to drive them to, I think, soccer practice or something and start to see that, but you can give them love you can you can give them yeah love and that is actually enough you don't have to do all we have this idea that you have to do a lot of things so that we feel that yeah we are doing things for people so they they feel that we appreciate them um so to just yeah love you can always give love yeah Start, I think start that, with what what we do have and that you know what we focus on expands so we have to play to play with that as energetic beings we are pure vibration and the body is responding to that vibration and that's really beautiful thank you yeah thank you thank you everyone for being here 
You can share your comments. Um, I do see them on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube at Dr. Kim Duramo. Um, our free open community in Facebook is the Mind Body Community. So the conversation continues there. The Mind Body Mentors are there to assist your journey with this work. If the Embracing Health program speaks to you, definitely be a part of that and register. You'll start the work right now. And then in June, we begin the live program together. It's a one-year live program. Um, the information for that is at drkimd.com forward slash health. So feel that out. Let your yes in. Choose your way forward with what really strengthens you and what resonates for you. Um, and I wish you all blessings. I'll be here every week at 11 a.m. Mountain Time for Mind Body TV. And we'll continue next week with the Mind Body Miracles series and some more amazing stories from people who have been in the Embracing Health work. Thank you so much, beautiful Med Louise. It, it's been so wonderful to have you. I'm so grateful that you could be here. Yeah, Lots thank of love, you everyone. So much. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.